Hi everyone, Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And we're here today to talk about what do experienced investors need to look out for. I spoke yesterday about what do first-time investors need to look for. Today, we're deep diving into what experienced investors need to look for when it comes to property investing. But before I get into this topic, I'd like to just to say a general disclaimer that we don't guarantee that you will achieve the same or similar results. And this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. So getting into this topic about experienced investors. Now, many are in the marketplace and might have bought two, three, four properties, maybe even more. And we've got to keep reevaluating what's going on with our property portfolios, what we need to do, how do we need to strategize, what kind of risk are we taking when it comes to our property portfolio? Are we doing a buy and hold strategy? Are we looking to upgrade that into renovations, into development, into flipping properties? With each level of difficulty that comes into the various forms of property investment, you tend to get a higher level of risk that you're taking. You know, what precautions are you taking in this regard? Are you thinking about you know enough in terms of property investing now just on simple buy and hold strategies, but taking that elevated level, do you have a new set of skills? Are you getting yourself educated? Are you doing what it takes to to be successful or get towards um, that low risk environment when it comes to that next stage you're going to take. So I thought I'd bring a few ideas about this general idea of experienced investors and what they need to do, but as well as harping on about what's happening in the marketplace right now and what investors need to actually look for when they're experienced in the marketplace. Because if things do change out there in the economy, in the property sector, we do need to be nimble enough, flexible enough, and adapt to these changes that are going to be made. So the first point I'd like to make is about over-leveraging, so over-leveraging in this market. There is a tighter lending environment that we have and you've got to realize that there's not a lot of buyers around. So if you do need to sell, if you are flipping properties, uh, if you have a development that you're looking for pre-sales or sales once you finish, are the buyers going to be there for that, that property? And the big risk is if you put yourself into a situation that you have to sell and you're a motivated seller because of change of circumstances because of interest rate rises and that might not be from the Reserve Bank of Australia that might be from the individual banks and I've spoken about that recently Macquarie Bank, uh, Liberty, Pepper, um, the NAB have actually increased some of the interest rates that I have personally Um, not by a huge margin but if you do get a sense that things are tightening up for them and they're having to increase interest rates to watch out for their profits that we do have to realize that 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 could be a risk for us when we've got property portfolios, especially as experienced investors and you might have 5, 10, 15, 20 properties. Now, I heard a story back a few years ago in relation to someone who had 16 properties with the one one, um, bank and they were in a situation that during the GFC, they actually had a margin call on their entire portfolio and it was a situation where they had to aggressively sell their properties during the GFC 
because of the, the drop in values of their whole portfolio. So high risk strategy of going with one particular bank as opposed to mixing your loans through various different lenders. And that's a setup that I have. So this person with 16 properties had to reduce the amount of, uh, well, sell down properties, reduce the amount of debt that they have, and they um, basically, their portfolio went to shreds and um, you know they're in a, a worse situation from when they started out investing. So you've got to realize that over leveraging or getting up to high debt situations with not much um, with not much equity but built in there or with not much liquidity if the banks decide to actually put you in a circumstance of actually calling in on your loans that you might be in a difficult situation. So watch out for that. The second point I'd like to make is how do you improve on your cash flow? So if you've got property investments that are out there, you might be in a situation where you've got a, a small townhouse um, that provides with a decent amount of cash flow. You can look to ways that you can increase the rent. Obviously, you want to be in a position where you don't increase it too much that the actual tenants want to leave um, because you might be faced with three, four, six weeks of um, being without rent. And that could put you in a worse position instead of having an increase of five or ten dollars a week. So you've got to be careful in those situations. But is there a is there a way that you can improve the cash flow, but improve the living standard of that particular ten hour? So you might do a little bit of a cosmetic cosmetic renovation that might help initially to increase the cash flow. Obviously, it's going to be an expense for that particular year, but might help increase the cash flow moving forward. And other ways that people have a house on a large block, you might be able to subdivide that property or put a granny flat on that might put you in a positive territory. And I saw a, a video on Facebook from a granny flat builder that works up in the Queensland market. And he did a video of one of the granny flats that he'd built. Uh, shout out to Sean from Mark Wilson's building company. And he was saying about the whole idea about the Labor government coming in, the potential of that people in a negative gearing situation, putting themselves into a position where they can't negative gear anymore if Labor come in, comes in with their policy. And he was talking about why people actually negative, negatively gear and what that actually can do for you. Now, um, you know, putting yourself in a positive situation means that money's not coming out of your back pocket each and every week. And it's thinking about those ways that you can work on your property to bring it into a more positive territory or bring increase that cash flow even more um, to be even more positive than it was when you started out with. So you've got to think, is the granny flat potential a possibility in your property? There's different rules at different times and that's why we spend time with our experts, whether they be the mortgage broker, the solicitor, the granny flat builder, the tradesman, about make and property managers who we speak to constantly about looking to improve our properties, um, whether that's in terms of evaluation of the property, the look and the feel, or it's in terms of the, um, the cash flow of the property. So the third point I'd like to make is, are you in a position to snap up bargains right now? Uh, and do you need to play, or do you need to play the patience game? So we, I've talked about the whole idea of potentially looking uh, over leveraging or increasing cash flow. And if you've got 
if you've gone in a situation where you do have large chunks of money sitting around or opportunities out there to take where you can team up with other people, maybe it's a situation right now which we've spoken about a lot recently that there are a lack of competition at the in the marketplace right now. There are a lack of buyers. You might be able to get in there and snap up a bargain. And that's what we're seeing some of our investors do right now. Yeah, they are taking precautions to have buffers in place. They are looking at their whole financial situation. But if they're buying at quite below the, the, the market value at the moment, they do build in that, that whole thing about um, reducing their risk when it comes to their investment. So the, there is also a potential to keep going. If you are in a position that you've evaluated your your level of risk and it does provide opportunities right now where there are less buyers in the marketplace. So the chance is to snap up their bargains. Obviously, if you're very close to the line in terms of a deposit or, in, or if you're in an over leveraged situation where the risk level is quite high, maybe you want to sit back and play the patience game. Allow for your property investments that you already have to grow over time. Maybe you can put those little things of cash flow, increasing cash flow on your property and focus on the management side of it um, rather than the acquisition side of it right now. So it can be different things you do at different times that really can bolster your income or bolster your growth on your properties. And maybe at times it's, it requires just a little bit of sitting back to wait and see what the market does and then adapt and be flexible with the changes that you have to make. So hopefully that's helped you in getting you an idea around what experiences experienced investors need to look for right now. You know, I, in a, I'm in a position where I have a portfolio of 30 properties and I would love to go and buy every bargain that we see but you can't have them all, I guess. And um, you know, I reflect on this at different times. I spent a couple of days up in Brisbane. We were seeing some great deals that I would love to personally get on, on board with. And they're great deals that we wanna share with clients to be able to get them to a, to a perspective of building their own portfolios so we can all um, have wins throughout our properties that we've got in terms of cash flow and growth. And you know, we wanna see everyone succeed. Um, so the, the bargains are out there and you know, I'd love to buy the all that I can, but you're always not in a position to keep acquiring properties. Uh, and maybe if situations change out there in the marketplace, I'll be back into being a buyer and I will look to reposition my portfolio or look to ways that I could potentially get that next property if it, if it becomes, a, you know, when it becomes available for me to do so. So evaluate your property portfolio, where it's looking right now as an experienced investor and see what you may need to do moving forward. Um, is it um, an idea of looking at the risk levels and making sure that you're not over leveraged? Is it looking to improve that cash flow, or are you in a position to snap up some of that bargains or play the patience game and just sit back and wait for a little bit? So hopefully that helps in regards to looking at your property investment portfolios. And if you do wanna have a chat with me in regards to where you're at right now, maybe provide some suggestions for what you could potentially do or not do. And uh, do give me a call on 0400 332 377. Make sure you subscribe to our 
weekly emails in regards to property deals that we're putting on so you can you know get a bit of an idea of what we're doing um, some of the deals that we're we're showing clients and um, you know what we're doing in the marketplace right now. So to subscribe, just go to our website, searchpartyproperty.com.au, go to the bottom of the page and the subscribe uh, details to fill in are at the bottom there and just click subscribe. We'd love to have you on board and seeing what we're doing each, each week in the marketplace. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.